2: Welcome to a new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nishan Network of
3: Podcasts. <laughs> I claim Reed Schaefer as my own.
4: Just that I love Daily Faceoff and everything about it, even their starting goalie tool. Ooga! Every it's a f***ing standard industry practice. <laughs> I love you.
0: I have daddy issues. Mm-mm, mm-mm,
3: mm-mm, mm-mm. The
0: are fucking <laughs> That little noise gets me every time. Oh, Slide whistle. That's funny. Uh, episode 458 guaranteed to have 35% piss talk, 35% less piss talk than the last episode. I thought you were going to say 35% piss talk. That's a
3: good ratio. You can't well, that's what last that. week's episode was. Well,
5: and yeah. people loved it. You loved it. You cried on the last podcast. I cried. Yeah. Out of laughter and joy. And
3: Listening piss. to it afterwards due to shame of where your career's headed or you laughed while on it? While on it. Whilst. Yeah, he was
5: enjoying his life.
3: I thought it was funny. The whole thing was a good bit.
5: If you could find a way to mix in a pee jar into Tyler's day, he's
0: thrilled. Yep. Tickled pink. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm a big John Morant fan, guys. Any news? I haven't been paying attention for the last 72 hours. <laughs> you know I love my NBA.
5: So I'm just catching up on this now because I didn't know what the fuck you guys were talking about. It's pretty funny. It is outrageous.
3: Yeah, it's anything but funny. It
0: it's depends, well, the, well, it depends the how you look in, like at it. The spectacle of humanity. At any story nowadays, there's two ways to look at it. There is the literal sense of, like, what is happening? And it is a young man ruining his career. Not funny. Not funny.
3: Along the memes
0: that come young boy from it, NBA.
3: tremendous. Very him funny. with his gun in the club and the meme game yeah. it is funny to me. I laugh when people knowingly do things. No I put him up to this.
0: I just like when the internet gets a hold of stuff and just runs with yeah, it. It's it just, wasn't it's accidental.
3: So no. This yeah. is him being like, you know what a good move is? Pull a gun out on IG Live the day I'm getting a Gatorade deal. Chronologically, if we start with it, it's two police reports
5: came out. Go, like, walk through chronologically, because again, I'm just learning So this. The very first police report that was
4: surfaced was uh, from like a year. I don't know how long ago. But Jaw's mom was at the mall, and she felt disrespected by a group of young people. Okay. So what did she do? <laughs> just like any normal person, she called Jaw. And Jaw came with a group of friends, and they threatened... And intimidated the boys, and showed
3: a gun.
0: In the he, second, I think he pushed like a mall employee or something too. What?
3: Why don't Little you lo- stay in the car and send your unknown goons in to yeah. do the work? Or you know. rule? He's There's not, not doing a lot anything. of thought.
4: There's not a lot of thought that goes into a lot of just things, nope. which you'll find by. First of all, it's murder. he's got a (laughs) 17-year-old kid over at his house. They're playing pickup ball. That in
3: itself may be a crime. Kind
4: of seems like there's a whole bunch of different people because apparently there's a 45-year-old guy there that's an ex-NBA player. Anyways, they're playing one-on-one. The kid throws the ball. Jaw throws the ball, hard at him to check it. The kid throws it back at Jaw. It goes through his hands, hits him in the face. Bam. So what do you do at that point? Well, you and your friend kicked the shit out of him. Ah, I would have done. Then throw him out of your house. Um,
3: So that's police report number two. There's no way that guy's going to file a police report. No No. way get beat up by a multi-million dollar NBA athlete on his own residence. He's going to file a police report. Then,
4: after a game, (laughs) Jaw and his buddies are said to have threatened the Indiana Pacers.
0: Yeah, they were waving guns at their bus. Waving
4: guns at their bus. Waving guns at their bus. (laughs) Somebody was using a laser pointer, they say to shine it through the bus, so making them think that it was a scope of a gun.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> so that is Just another one. That's a good prank. That's a little gaff between pals.
4: Oh,
5: you rascal.
3: Then,
4: <laughs> a step in the right direction. Powerade names him as the, their ad campaign, and a commercial for Powerade comes out with ja, ja Morant in it. I'm pretty sure his mom did the voiceover,
3: too. <laughs> she did in the ad, yeah. like bringing it all together nicely. Yeah.
4: You then, we go to Ja Morant going on Instagram Live with a whole bunch of problems, and in a club where nobody else seems to be him by himself oh, the VI. he's in the vi he shows his firearm which is got two problems
5: which i'm now saying i'm now reading uh, according to tmz that he's claiming was a lighter
3: which, yeah, well, that's a good move. That's a, that's good a move. bitch-ass handgun, and a that's move. a bitch-ass lighter, too. So you better think about your lighter game. Yep.
0: But also, I would argue, if we're talking about John Moran being stupid, bringing a lighter that looks like a handgun to that's a hilarious. club is probably also not You don't not understand wise. the
3: joke. That's Two
0: problems
4: problem. with the gun in the club. Number one, <laughs> from what I've heard, it's illegal to have a <laughs> firearm in an establishment that gets 51% of its rev- revenues from alcohol sales.
3: That has to be in a (laughs) state-by-state basis because one of the lessons I learned opening a pint in Minnesota was you could bring a gun in the bar on the dance floor and show it to people if you had a little card, which was an interesting news bulletin. Interesting. Number two, he was on the road, which
4: means... How do you get the gun there? He took the he on took the plane. The, it's he a took lighter, the, charm, he took You're the not listening. plane
3: there. How do you get the lighter there in his carry on? He
5: actually thought it was, it was one of those ones where you pull the thing and it just went bang. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. It was a joke, pranks. For <laughs> do the you wolves. remember the stampede when I had the Budweiser gun and the cops came to Peter's? Where you do you remember that? I you yes, we're, I do actually. We're super hungover a little. We went to the stampede. We go to Peter's driving on the way out of town, and cops oh plenty roll into the parking lot. Yeah, and they're very calm. There's no lights. They come out. there like, hey gang, blah 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 we got a report, you have a gun. Yes. And I was like, okay. And we went into the car, and I pulled out a novelty Budweiser gun from the Stampede that was literally two inches long. And the cop took one look, and he's like, enjoy your trip to Calgary. Yeah, uh, have it. a good day. Have a good day. So to put a bow on this John Moran thing, he was scheduled to
4: have his signature shoe drop, I think, at the end of this week. Oh, no. But, yeah. Mm, not a but good time. If you if you guys remember back, like, about... Nike lighter guns a (laughs) month and a half to two months ago where I really started to understand that John Morant had his family around and maybe people that were not having his best interests in mind was when he was going after Shannon Sharp um, on courtside on an NBA game and Jaws dad came over. To seemingly fight Shannon Sharp during a game, yeah, during the game. <laughs> good God,
5: man! And watch that. The
4: NBA is the best. It's been a real rough two months for the guy.
5: <laughs> he's not. He's
4: not having a good one. It was the best of times with this the is, shoe and, deal and, and the so, Gatorade. So up until up till like the Powerade thing, you know, Powerade had to have said, you know, you've it's not been a great couple months for you. This stuff's all surfacing. Maybe just like get out of the limelight for a minute, and let's just like let the ad campaign go. But he's like, no, I'll show you out of the limelight. Yeah. Show a gun on your Instagram live. Yeah. It's just, I don't get it, man. And the dude is electric. Like, he could be the face of the NBA. Self snitching, man. You gotta stop
3: self snitching. It's ridiculous. So there's the. <laughs> on fucking Instagram
4: just live. Just an Instagram <laughs> live. For 600
3: people on an Instagram live, you threw your So, away in a step life. in the right direction
4: this weekend, he canceled, he, he closed his Instagram and Twitter account. Really? Yeah. He did. Probably could have done that a while ago. <laughs> probably should have done that a while ago. Mm. And uh yeah, that's. I guess we just wait. Now there's there's word that they could suspend him 50 games for this yeah. gun. I when wish Dennis
3: Robin had social media back.
4: Because today. you know the NBA and Adam Silver, the commissioner, is probably not going
0: to just let <laughs> Adam this Silver's one slide. going to Disney. I read that rumor. <laughs> what that, do you mean? He's like, like to go become... be the new
3: CEO of Disney? Ooh, yeah. There was a report. Is is Bob Iger. Yeah, he came back out of retirement. He did, and then screwed everything up. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "We need someone to come in, break everything that needs to be broken. Then we're going to bring a new person in for the next ten years." Is Disney Plus a flop? No, it's not a flop. But like the like having to close <laughs> Disney World and Euro Disney and Japanese Disney and all this shit for an extended period of time. Yeah, very bad for business. Streaming has not been what they thought it would be.
0: I use Disney Plus more than I use any other streaming service, though. But that's just me.
3: I only Get watch John ja Morant Instagram lives. I don't even watch TV anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just wait for him to go on IG, and I'm like, this is all I need. This is amazing content. Might see a piece. Shaq's 51st birthday. Happy birthday, Shaq. Happy birthday, Mr. Shaq. Should we start doing celebrity birthdays on this show? Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's all I know about the NBA. John ja Morant. I was going to say, again. does that include our NBA corner? Shaq. NBA yeah. corner. NBA <laughs> yeah. corner. Brought, brought to you by, I don't know. Guns. Happy
5: birthday to uh, Tyler, the creator.
0: Oh, Ooh. that's a good birthday. I like Tyler. How old is he? 35. 30, 32.
3: <gasps> he's young. Spring chicken. Feels like he's been around for a long time. Ask me other celebrity birthdays. I'll guess I'm old there. Uh, what a
5: segment.
0: It's like the least creative segment in Nobody's the world. Nobody's ever had that. Wow. Nobody's you ever come celebrity up with I'm good yeah, at this. Talk radio or podcasting. This is like, this was the first ever segment probably. Guess their age. Guess
3: a celebrity birthday? Yeah. I would listen to a podcast that's just a guy reading Celebrity Birthdays, and then you aloud say how old you think they are.
5: Mm. I, if I'm being honest, I don't know who any of these people are.
0: A
3: lot of like YouTubers? Well, a lot
5: of like Instagram star, nope. TV, like Instagram influencer. Get that shit star. out of here.
3: Mm. Yeah. I want
0: talking Tyler, creator, movies. Star of Milf Manor. Yeah. Well, I'm I wish. I'm still two episodes behind. Are you keeping up with it? Of
5: course. What are you talking about?
0: Has it lived up to the hype for you?
5: Oh, it's great. Now they're sneaking out of the house. Oh, yeah. Lovers.
0: That's the next episode I'm on is when they sneak out. Mm. That's Real nice. Seems wild. Seems a little bit much. Yep.
3: But that's life. Uh, it's going to be back. a weird morning in the hot tub with all the guys getting together to go over their notes of the night before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm.
5: Well, that's kind of where it's gotten to. Yeah. And the moms also, the, they'll be having coffee in the morning and they'll be like, where were you last night? And they'll be like, teehee. There's
3: someone around giving them all fillers. There <laughs> you go, girl.
0: My favorite part about that show is how, like, rattled the moms still get when they see their son, like, running around with a lady like, what?
3: This is happening?
0: Meanwhile, they're also In a also hot tub doing... with a different son? Yeah. Like, it's That's just good. the mind games. And there's the one mom who is, I don't know. Kelly the duality with me? of man. I think it's, uh, well, her. She's, if I can say it, she's horned up.
5: Oh, she's constantly horned up.
0: There's also another mom who is remarkably horny, but no son is even remotely interested in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah, she'll, uh, yeah, anything with a pulse, that lady. I don't remember her name, though. Deborah? May as well be. It
3: looks like she could be, yeah. I remember when they brought out Milf Island as a joke show on 30 Rock. Remember that ever? And he's like, oh, Deborah, what are you going to get up to this week? And I was like, that's so crazy. They would never do that show. They've done that show. Yep.
5: They've done that show. I'm watching that show. No rules. I love that show.
3: No rules for TLC. Mm. If they put... It's the learning channel. It's where I learn. If they put 20 people on an unmanned oil rig mm-hmm. and once a week they executed one of them and threw them off, mm-hmm. would you watch?
0: No. That is too much. <laughs> you wouldn't watch it. Big Brother is where I draw the line.
3: Oil rig executions?
5: But like that's how you get voted out of Big Brother now. <laughs> just Julie Chen just, just like exec- ends comedy. it all.
3: Yeah. That seems dark. It well, does seem like it took a dark turn. I think if UFC had a fight to the death it would be their highest watch show. <laughs> Ooh, UFC. Did anybody watch this weekend? Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, when did he become a fighter? Well, I love how I many people actually, actually thought he fought. My <laughs> guy was did shit. Did you actually them? think he fought? The well, comments on the photos I saw, I was like, when did he
2: become a UFC I fighter? I just
0: saw when he was doing the weigh-ins and Jacked. stuff, because yeah. he was still doing and it. was like Jake Gyllenhaal at the weigh-in. I was like, huh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in UFC now? That's weird. He's fighting Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it just kind of like went to the back of my mind, and then it was like another like promo thing, and I was like, that is actually really weird that Jake Gyllenhaal is just fighting in the UFC now. And then I saw the clip and it was like for his upcoming movie. And I was like, oh, that makes way more sense. Oh, yeah. like everybody had to like up.
3: pretend cheer and shit. And the the ringside announcers are like on script, and a lot of people are just sort of standing and like didn't know what to do. Awkward. It's like you filming guys, a hockey game like, during a hockey game. You
4: guys weren't interested in this UFC for any reason.
3: No, I'm not a big UFC
0: guy. I not UFC ever.
5: Well, the only
4: like I I I didn't watch the card because I had a I had a function that night. But I was excited for it just to see the outcome of how this would go because all the fights I don't think that they were a lot of big names, but John Jones coming back to fight at a heavyweight, like this guy's considered the greatest fighter ever. And this guy hasn't fought in eight years, ten years, twelve how do you look? years. How'd he do? He looked dominant. He looked he went up and he two minutes in. Why didn't he fight for eight years? So he's had contract disputes. Oh, he's yeah. had very uh he's had he's had five positive steroid tests. Ah, kinda, ah. He's kinda
0: like the John five. Morant of UFC.
3: Five steroid tests he's could also be been, misleading. Except he
5: goes on Instagram live and
3: he's doing his He's cycle. also been known to like partake in
5: some nose
4: beers. <laughs> oh dear. Yep. So he's Allegedly. had that problem for a while. Allegedly. I don't think it's a legend. Okay. I think it's well known. But he can still fight. Well, that's the thing, is like, and, and and he knew he was the biggest draw in the UFC, and so him and Dana White always fought over money, to the point where Dana White was just like, forget, we're not even talking to this guy anymore, it's just not going to happen. And so, Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gane fought for the heavyweight championship, Francis Ngannou won, contract talks, kicked out of the UFC, belt up for grabs, and John Jones goes and wins it. So now he's the heavyweight champion of the world, and like... It was I. I just wanted to see if what he would be like at that weight. And, and he's
3: the champ now. He came back and won. Champ, damn.
5: And champ. Uh, according to Total Sportle, nabbed himself one nine million dollars.
1: Hmm.
5: A three million dollars salary, a bonus of four million dollars, and also pocketed a hundred grand for the win and fifty thousand dollars for performance of the night.
4: It's just weird how in a sport, if you have five positive steroid tests confirmed. You're, like, out of the sport. You're a, you're banned from the sport.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Everybody's with this guy's like, yeah, no, we really want to see him fight. Maybe they should fighting. just let them take <laughs> roids, man. Maybe well, every... Do you know what Chael okay. Sonnen is? Chael Sonnen is a guy who used to fight, and he's in the media now, and he's, like, very outspoken. He's probably one of the best trash talkers of all
0: time in that sport. He used to do those hits on... Uh... The Landsberg Show and they were yeah. fucking unhinged. Oh yeah. He's he is
4: out there, but he's awesome. And he was on a thing saying that he fought John Jones and he's like, I knew the guy was on steroids the minute he touched pushed me back. And the fact was was his were just better than mine. <laughs> he's because he he's like, I was on him too. <laughs> Man, I knew your advantage and I was yes, on him too.
3: Yes, let's and we was, wanna see dingers. We don't give a fuck about steroids. <laughs> yeah.
0: We want dingers. Coombsy and I had this question on our Blue Jays pod. Every MLB team should be able to designate one player. They're designated juice monkey, for lack of a better phrase. Is How that, are
3: we going to have Olympic records get broken in 50 more years if we're not allowing people to do steroids? If steroids are not
0: allowed, then neither are contact lenses or prescription glasses.
4: Who's the last NHL player that tested positive for roids? Or for poor performance?
0: It's so weird that's... Chris the, Campoli,
3: maybe? I don't know.
0: It's weird that that sport
4: is no, just, is like, de- insulated in from it.
3: Every time an NBA player gets, like, 50 points, they drug test them in the morning now, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some guy will have, like, a crazy game, and he'll walk into the room, and they'll be like, come on. And he put it on, The one guy got 71 points the other night, and then yeah. got a text message in the morning and put it on social. Yeah. Everyone was tripping.
0: And I think there was a thing going around when DK Metcalf, there was, like, that yes. fake video of him jumping up. Yeah. And then it was, like, the next day he got an email being, like, you're being drug tested. Oh, tomorrow. like, his
3: crazy vertical wasn't real? I don't think so. I no, it was that, edited. Yeah, that it was, that was a edited. fake video. Did you see Messi about how they fake that two balls and the Pepsi thing? Like he put a ball down, he put another ball on top, he put a Pepsi uh, bottle, then he kicked right through an upright. And so there's like a, they show how they made it finally. There's okay. a guy in a green suit. Oh, hold But them. the kick was real. Oh, shit, that's cool. Yeah, it was really neat. It was really cool. They're like, look, Messi, this is how they did it. But the kick of two balls and a Pepsi on top was real. It was just a guy holding that one ball. You're just holding like the leading tower of Pisa together.
0: Yeah. That's wild, kind bro. Of like a place kicker or like a,
3: the guy holding cool those guys the world of juniors that was wearing all white on the ice that was mm-hmm. just the cameraman <laughs> i didn't uh think that that was really that well done you could see him in all the shots yeah he's in a lot like he's
0: it is weird it's very strange like if he's on the ice you have to be using his shot but whatever um let's talk about hockey sure trade deadline day how was it how was friday wildly boring
1: yeah it was, it was a good
0: m- week of shit leading up to it. Though. Great week of shit. In terms of like prepping for shows and prepping content, Bag milk, you can probably attest to this, like writing stuff and all, like it was just a breeze. Because yeah. shit was popping into your head all the time. News was breaking. Coming up with four topics for me for the daily face-off show is like usually a hassle, and I have to like, I'm thinking about it all day. This was just like great. Wake up in the morning, you'd be like, boom, one, two, three, four, we're good to go. It's
3: awesome. What'd awesome. Think, what do you think, Chalmers? We think of at home? Big old daddy. Woo-hoo. Yeah,
4: I like him. I like him. I, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't as focused on the game on Saturday as I was on the game on Friday. But what did we think of Bukestad? He scored, but like he's did, gigantic.
5: Did you see the rest of
4: his game? Is he, is he fit? Competent. In?
5: Yeah, he seemed fine. Yeah, like the analytics community loves that dude.
4: I'm looking forward to watching the game tonight because we don't get to see a Buffalo team very often. From all accounts, they're a pretty fun team. Yeah. Right? Tage. Just outside of the playoff spot right now in the East. You know? And so I'm looking forward to, like, this is, this these 530 Monday games are, like, the good for just sitting down and really, like, yeah. watching. You know what I Drilling mean? Drilling
0: down on what's happening in the game.
4: Pretty much, yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing tonight. And I'll look a little bit more at Bukestad. We'll see. He's yeah. on the, what is he, third line center tonight. Yeah. As per Oilers daily Nation face-off. daily faceoff.
0: I want to talk about Ekholm a little bit because I dug up some numbers on Owen every day and then I did kind of a shitty job explaining them. So I'm going to explain them properly here. So it's been three games since Matthias Ekholm joined the Oilers, okay? And I'm, I'm only talking at five on five here. When he and Evan Bouchard have been on the ice, it's been 36 minutes. The Oilers have outscored the other team five to one in those 36 minutes of Eckholm and Bouchard together. When both Eckholm and Bouchard are off the ice, it's been 83 minutes. They've been outscored six to three. It's like a seven goal wow. swing when Eckholm and Bouchard are on the ice versus when they're off the ice. That's substantial. If only
5: I, they could get a save. Well, I guess they can get a save. Everybody else.
3: <laughs> well, that brings us to our next topic. I think Jack Campbell is a nice guy and he seems to like cats. Great guy. Mm-hmm. I read somewhere, probably the internet. Mm-hmm. That he's statistically the worst goalie after 10 games of modern Oilers history. There's like a big three
0: of bad goalies this year. And they're Jonathan Quake, Elvis Merzlikens and Jack Campbell.
4: <laughs> Not good. Uh, no. Not great.
5: Like the Oilers should have won on Saturday. Yes. Yes. When you score five, you should win. You should win. Now they're at a point where they have to outscore their goaltender that's five starts in a row, sub 900, and not close to 900. Yeah. Over those starts, the Oilers have scored 23 goals and not won one of those games.
3: I think I know where you're going with this, Bag Milk. You're saying the Oilers should purposefully injure him? No. I just, I'm curious, oh. like,
5: how much can you play him over the last 18 games? Not
3: a lot. Not a lot, man. Not a lot. LTE that shit. So, what do you do? He's hey, hurt. Here's, here's, let's look at this
4: in a positive. Every year, it seems we have two mediocre goalies, and we don't know what we're going to do. We're going to put one in, or we're going to put the other one in to see how they go. Right now, for the first time ever or that I can remember, it would seem like with 2018 to 20 games left, we're going to be going into the playoffs with hopefully a clear-cut number one. Who's playing oh, yeah. like a clear-cut number one? Not, not just good, like... The way I see it is like Skinner looks unbelievable in the Tampa game or in the Toronto game. He looked unbelievable
1: mm-hmm.
4: in the Winnipeg game. He looked great and he's been like that for, I mean, he's an all-star this year, right? So I don't know. I, we need Campbell to be able to come in and just like shut the door for one game every week and a half, two weeks, about well, two weeks
0: the line I had earlier today was you are now no longer starting Jack Campbell to get Jack Campbell going. You're starting Jack Campbell when Stuart Skinner needs rest. Yeah. Like that's just the way it's going to be. I had Mike McKenna, former NHL goaltender on my show today and he was, he's been impressed with Skinner. We talked about Skinner's consistency and he largely has been this season. And I think going forward, like you can give Campbell one of these three this week, I think, depending on how the results kind of go. But like if you win tonight, you know, maybe you can justify giving him that Saturday in Toronto.
3: Can you imagine if they hadn't got Campbell ready where, or sorry, Skinner where he was so that we were actually forced to play Campbell this year in this state? Jeez well,
0: Louise. You know what's actually, what actually kind of pisses me off a little bit more than that is remember last year Skinner got that shutout, first crew shutout against the Sharks? Then they sent him back down and did play him again. Yeah, yeah. And we talked on a lot of shows like, what do you have to lose by giving this guy some games over Koskinen? See, yeah.
5: Yes. Well, like like, in hindsight, old Miko's not looking so bad anymore. No,
0: but if we're using hindsight, I, I go back to... If you would have just let Stuart Skinner play last year, then you maybe wouldn't have signed Jack Campbell. If you would have seen what you're seeing right now... And again, it's hindsight and maybe... I don't know that you could, though. Way.
3: Could you trust connor and leon's careers to the unproven hl goalie who had a one sh- shutout but you could have maybe you don't sit there and go "Oh, we need to
0: sign a guy for five years that's true we can go acquire james reimer sign Huso. like you know maybe there would have been something if you would have given skinner more of a shot last year but skinner has to a point saved their season because you're right if he was bad oh man. this team's not even close to a playoff no. spot no. no but that's and that's another way to look at the like how many
4: teams in the past ten years I don't know this but have won without like a clear cut won a Stanley Cup without a clear cut number one every team that's won it I think has had that
3: yeah They've not had a had a like two headed monster back
1: mm-hmm. there
3: I don't think we have a two headed monster I think we've got a really expensive no guy we don't that have a two that's what I'm saying it's good
4: that we like don't and a mustache I don't want that anymore I don't want to have to to not know which one you're playing and have to like. Flip a coin and be like, okay, they're both they're both capable, but not one person is the ability to like steal a game. Right now, it seems like Skinner has that ability. Skinner, yeah, he's been rock solid. Exactly. So it's nice to just like it's like in fantasy football, you get like a tight end or a quarterback that's just the best in the league, and you don't have to worry about it. Set it and you forget set it. Set it and forget it. To
3: have a goaltender like that is feels good. I, I haven't mean, had a goalie like that since when? Cujo. Well, Roley in the playoffs, I guess, but in that in the was the In the regular season that year, he, he was wasn't average. heralded. And that's the thing and is, probably I. D-
5: Cam Talbot that one year we went in oh, yeah. that
0: heater. <laughs> and we played
5: the hell.
4: Like, played we hell ruined out. Talbot for like the next year 18 months. Who was
0: backup to him then? Laurent Berçois. Oh, uh, yeah. People yeah. yeah. don't remember I him. I knew somebody,
4: no, like a nobody.
0: Oh, well. Is, suck oh. It. is he? Suck There's it, Laurent.
4: Your cousin, please.
0: Yeah, I mean, Skinner's going to be there. Again. The league, yeah, he's playing for Vegas.
3: He's found a way to stick in the game.
0: Yeah, he's racked up like some decent career earnings. I believe like, he signed a couple two million dollar tickets. Um, Jack Campbell buyout this summer? No, no, I already said
3: that, no. and then everybody made fun of me. Yeah, by you,
0: I yelled at you. Yeah,
3: and then it's all those funny. people agreed.
0: I think you give him next year, and you see if you know a summer of reworking and reshaping his game. Mike McKenna thinks he needs bigger shoulder pads.
5: Yeah. How is that dude 6'3 and looks tiny?
3: Yeah. You know like what he, you do? You get him on a who? plane and you give him a real funny gag to play. You say, hey, here's a gun that's a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> you should wiggle this around.
5: Go on Instagram Live.
3: <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. Next thing you know, no more Jack Campbell. His bio does not bow Can though. we talk about how ice cold...
4: Leon Dreisettle shooting the puck into a spot. I have beef about this that too. That was too shoulder big. Yeah, man. That Over, was so, after he put the net back on? After he puts the net back on. Which also I'll talk about just that. Just cool. ice cold. And just his celebration. <clears throat> after he shoots it, just to look down, hardly
5: selly, just be like, yep, no problem. But he no sits problem. there with the puck for a second. Yep. Picks his spot yep. and just drained it. It's it was a credit card. Yeah. What's
0: Unreal. your beef with that? I saw the chart. Of where he's scoring all his goals from. Oh, it's
4: right there. Oh yeah. And a lot of them. <laughs> no, and a lot of I don't of them need are to look at power that chart.
0: Play. 26 of his 41 are on the power play. And there's a bunch of people who are doing the whole like, oh yeah, power play merchant. All oh, he ever does my is God. Scoring... shut up. We are in year 18 of drooling over Alex Ovechkin, scoring like all his goals from one spot on the power play ready to crown him the greatest goal scorer ever. And people seem to want to use the power play production as a way to, like, discount Leon Dreissel. He just does the same thing every time. Yeah, man, because he's really good at it. Yeah, and there's like, not
3: a goddamn thing that the NHL, the finest goalies I in was the was world, say, can do yeah. about it. And everybody knows. Nothing. And they nobody's stopping it.
5: EA Sports has that thing in their current commercial about Alex Ovechkin scoring all of his goals in the same spot. Yeah.
0: With Ovi, it's like, oh, wow, like Ovi from his spot. It's iconic. Drysidle has a spot where he is just as good from, and people are like, "Eh,
3: yeah. Imagine Papa Carl teaching him this on the outdoor rink one day. Like, if you stand here and wire shot short side, you will go to the NHL and have 96 points one year by March 5th. But we talked about Dreisaitl, too, about just, like, he doesn't
4: look... He's not as flashy and as beautiful as, like, Connor is, Mm. but that backhand... (laughs) to top quarter. Like, that was so fast. Yeah. It didn't even, like, I thought he was going to stick out around the net, and all of a sudden, being off balance, he just rifles a backhand top quarter. Like, he, I don't know what he thought he had to prove this weekend, but somebody else is scoring all the goals, and he's just like, fuck that, I'm in on it.
3: These new NHLers that can score goals, like, roofed from the goal line, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, you wouldn't be seeing guys scoring goals like this, man.
0: It's also wild, like, the way Leon Dreisaitl throughout his career is, like, kind of reinvented himself. Like, I remember when he got drafted, it was like he projected as, like, kind of the big move in centerman almost I don't know like Kopitar would have been a good comparison or whatever like right he was big wasn't exactly like that flashy but he's gonna be solid and then he came into the league and it was like oh my god he can actually skate really well and he worked on his skating won the fastest skater comp one year for the Oilers and then he was still like a playmaker like I'm looking second full season in the league 29 goals 48 assists next year 25 goals 45 assists and then it seemed like he just decided like "Ah, I think I kind of want to score goals now and he just developed this insanely elite shot and then he jumped up. 50 goals, 43, 31, and only 56 games, 55, and then 41 this year as well. Uh, 96 points puts him second in the NHL behind only. Connor. Big Daddy 122. Shout out to our friends at Betway because my McDavid preseason bet for his point total has already cashed. What was the line?
5: 121
0: That's and a half. Crazy. Who
5: took
4: the um, notes of our preseason uh, predictions on goals and hmm. assists? I know you don't have to look it up right now, but I'm... Yeah, no, but I have it somewhere. I was wondering if we were up in the 145 area, because...
0: I would have been in around 150 with mine. Um, Did yeah, you wanna, take the lowest
3: total them. the good folks at Betway would let you bet on?
0: No, that would like that paid even money, like minus 115. Can we talk about how much of a badass Ryan
4: Nugent Hopkins looks with a big busted up lip?
5: But he's playing such tough good hockey right now. Tough. Too. He looks older
3: now. Why is he looks he's like He's so good vet. all of a sudden. What the fuck is going he on?
5: He just man, he's ninth in the league scoring, 30 goals, 48 assists, and no one outside Edmonton's talking about him.
3: Did
4: we talk about Team Canada, Team USA? Uh rosters came out. Craig Button put out a tweet of Ugh, what they would look yeah. like right now. Does and annoy
0: we, me, but continue.
4: Well, just I that I thought it was yeah. interesting. Yeah, for the Olympics. Like, if the Olympics were played today, what the roster would be. And I thought it was interesting that we had four players on Team Canada. We had, obviously, Connor. Mm-hmm. Hyman on the first line with Connor. Ooh. Nuge on the second line. Yeah. And then Darnell on the blue line.
0: Yeah, Darnell being on that blue line was kind of like...
4: Mm. He was the sixth. He was, he was in the 5-6 pairing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I was... Yeah. I don't know. And then, like, I just... Is Nuja an Olympic
3: hockey player right now? He, I mean right now right, he is this minute he is ninth in the NHL.
5: And he just over five million bucks also his contract just ridiculous value right now.
3: Five million bucks.
5: Five and a quarter.
3: Do you guys were you What was the Keep New Driver contract again?
5: Yeah, five and a quarter for eight years.
4: <sighs> were you t- were you too young to know what the Canada Cup was?
5: I know what it is, but like it's
4: not You like never I was, saw it.
3: Yeah, not that I recall.
4: It was like a yearly thing,
3: was it not? Yeah,
2: yeah. Why the hell
3: don't they do something like Insurance that anymore? shit. Because it wasn't like an NHL... Like, they weren't getting paid, right? They're just showing up. Oh, man. They got it. Like, I need that kind of hockey. I you need... know what I need? I keep seeing the video of Gretzky racing Pele at the bloody Northlands, or at the football stadium. Why aren't we getting sport athletes to race anymore? Why is this dead? Is mm-hmm. it because they risk losing too much money yeah, if they... they blow up their groin running against Pele. Or look stupid? And Gretzky was so fast. He was super fast. Like, I don't know why they planned that event. I'm sure it was sold out to watch Gretzky run a foot race against Muhammad Ali, Pele, the GW jeans model.
5: I'd like to see Connor run against Leonard. I thought it was, no,
4: it it was Sugar Ray Leonard. And Pele and Gretzky. And Pele and Gretzky. And then Bjorn Bjork or something like that. I don't remember. We did
0: do predictions at the start of the year for McDavid points. You remember what it is? BM was the low at 138. <laughs>
5: 138 <laughs> is the low. <laughs> I know.
0: And he's going to crush it. Uh, I was then in at 143. You prices righted me at 145. Jay was at 150. We also predicted goals for dry Settle. I Jay said predicted
3: 50. 150 points. Yeah. Wow.
0: Uh Goals for Drysaddle, I said 52. Bag Milk said 55. Jay said 63. You said 48. We also predicted goals for Pooley and points for Dylan Holloway, but Whoa we'll boy. ignore that.
5: We'll ignore those. Yep. Well, you hit me with the Pooley ones ones.
0: Uh, they were all between 13 and 20. <laughs> <laughs> and no one was under 40 points on Dylan Holloway.
4: Whoa, boy. Oh, uh, boy.
0: <laughs> Son of a gun, eh?
4: That's wishful thinking, boys. Yeah. I'm gonna chalk that one up to just uh, what we, we were trying to manifest. What it. we wanted to happen. What we wanted to have. What we
0: wanted to happen. It's preseason Kool Aid for the boys. What can he what can you say? Do we know that, do
4: we know if Pugliari's left the city yet?
0: Yeah. He, he hasn't played yet. Gene posted a picture of them at the airport. Him wheeling around on the ice with a jersey
3: with no logo on it. That was sad. That was a little sad, hey. It was yeah. Nice to yeah. the others to let him have another twirl.
4: Notable wrong, notable nice guy, right? Like obviously we've yeah. seen the things he's always in cabs with. You know he's like, he's a man of the people. He's just a good guy, just a simple young good guy. Just the wrong guy to do that too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. making him look bad. I don't know if it's making him look bad, but somebody right. dropped a ball there. With just Blue not Army? having the VR, just not having the visa ready. I asked somebody who whose job that was. Yeah, that's Kane's job. Like that's the Hurricanes' job to get that visa. Right? So, it's either the agent and the Hurricanes have to work on it.
0: Yeah, but this happens all the time. It does? Yeah, guys are always like, their visa issues are delayed. It, it's not like That's a, funny because
3: Ekholm just went from Nashville to Emmett yeah, in made it work 14 minutes. Yeah. Because he's That's a better fair. player. They can expedite it. Yeah, they also. are like, hey, we need a the... work visa for a hockey player. Is he good? <laughs> yeah. I'll put it in the middle of my desk. <laughs> Could be Is because he good? You don't might exactly be know where we're playing him. Let's just keep him there. For
0: might a be the best days. decent Pronger. You know what? I'm going to get this done. Here you are. It might also be, I don't know anything about this as a random guess, but coming from U.S. to Canada is maybe easier than going from Canada to the U.S.?
3: Maybe. Don't know. You know it's hard to get into? It's North Korea. You want yeah. to play for North Korea? Get traded Good there. luck. It's going to take some doing. Yeah. I think they'd be on my no trade clause. <laughs> Korea, Russia, Sweden. You we wouldn't go play in the KHL if you, you were You wouldn't able? go to Sweden? I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you were uh, able and you were a player and it was you were of the market, no. would you go play in the KHL? No. Never. Right now, no. No. Never. I'm never going to step foot in Russia in my
4: whole life, no matter what. Whoa. Changes. Why? I'm Whoa. Just hard, never go in there. Why? Never. Why?
0: What happened? Where are all
3: the best caviar places? Oh, wow. I don't think Fuck. we need to get I'll find that. the
0: second best and I'll go there. Ugh. I don't red need lobster? caviar. All I eat are pies from South Island Pico. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. You, We had a whole tray of them after the deadline and you and Jay were drinking red wine and crushing them at the, at the really office? Nice.
5: Yeah. It was a nice little pairing. Dangerous Wade, shout out to him. Gave us a nice little pinot. To match up with our pies. It mm-hmm.
0: was lovely. Sounds lovely. It was. a little. Did you guys uh, get, get greased after
5: the... No, just a nice little single glass of wine.
0: Pie. Jay and I got a little, uh, little after it at the hockey. A game little banged up. On Friday, yeah. yeah. Post-deadline, crushing beers. Then we did a shot of amaretto. Nice, gentlemen. And very classy. Yeah. Very classy. I
5: was jealous that you guys went, but then at the same time, I went to Bergkreiser at the Jubilee on Friday night. How was that? Yeah, how was that? Outstanding.
4: So... Two straight hours of him up there with no t-shirt on. That's right. Just telling jokes.
5: Well, yes and no. So he was doing his thing telling jokes, but he did a lot of crowd work. He was interacting with the crowd a and, ton.
4: And so one thing that he has said on his tour is that a lot of the venues don't set up very well for crowd work. And like that the Juba is notoriously not great. I mean, they're like, they're kind of far away. It's a big auditorium, right? Yeah. Crowd work's done in the best in the little
5: yeah, but Hilarious. he did a great the people job. people in the like,
4: balcony don't really know what the fuck's going on in row one.
5: Well, he even acknowledges that a little bit. Does he? Because there yeah. was, he was doing a lot of crowd work. So basically, long story short, there was this one woman who was,
4: she had a cocktail. Yeah, she did. Good
0: for her.
5: And she was uh, showing the business every couple of minutes. Her boobs. And then. Really? People do that? <laughs> I've never seen that before. Ever.
0: Holy guacamole.
5: Well, it
4: tops off. World tour. Yeah. I don't think this, this probably happens more on his tour than you'd think
5: probably this is the first time I ever saw him live. Yeah. So it's the Friday night show nine 30 start by the time he goes on, it's like quarter after 10. So everybody is in one by then place was electric. So she's partying a guy out front. He's just working the front row. He's talking to people. He goes, and who are you? He's just like, some guy says his name doesn't matter. And he goes, and is this your girlfriend? Nope. What about that? He goes, no. Nope. He's like, are you here by yourself? The guy goes, yeah, I just bought a single front row. And he goes, fuck, that's awesome. He's like, What's it like with the ladies? And then goes, he's I'm a virgin. So then the virgin ends up making out with the babe, tops off, on his Instagram story. On he's like, he's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're gonna get this going. We're gonna get her to kiss him. It's gonna be great. But I'm gonna film the whole thing, and he did, and it was nuts. I've like, it was a wild scene at the Jubilee. You could go see. It was outstanding.
4: So you told me that on Friday night, so I yeah. couldn't help but watch the rest of Bert's Instagram live yeah. or Instagram story that night. And why does this always have to happen where there's some sort of like WestJet or airline complaint? He's like, well, we can't fly to Kelowna out of, Cal- out of Calgary, or out of Edmonton, so we're driving to Calgary. <laughs> yep. And so they basically pack into a car at like midnight. They get, they get in there and they go and buy $138 worth of McDonald's. Which That's post, nothing to Bert Kreischer. To. Nothing. And then they drive to Calgary. That's this
5: show's great. He put on a great show, and then he comes out after it's done, and he tells the machine story. Okay, so how was the machine story in person? So I've seen it dozens of times. Online, point, right, online. yep. but to hear him tell it in person is a lot of fun. Yeah. Because he stops, he adds different context. What an amazing
3: joke that you can do it every day for the rest of your life.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, like, as he was telling it, and you know what's coming next, like, just how tired of it he is. Cause he did two shows at the shows at the Jubilee on Friday night. He told it both times, two shows in Calgary the next day he told both times, but it was fun to hear him tell it. But then he stops, he adds context and then he adds different little variations on it. It was a great show. So for the
4: first like eight months of him telling that story, he just told it one way. Yeah. As a story. And his wife came to his show and she was like, you got to stop telling that story. And he's like, why? She goes, because your whole act is so good. You're into it. And then the minute you start telling that story, it's like you've checked out. You're just going through the motions.
5: But I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. So he goes into the history of the story before he tells it. Oh, does he? Yeah. Perfect. So then, but then when he goes, when I was 22 years old, I got involved with the Russian mafia and this is what happened. The place went bananas. (laughs) Yeah. Like just people are standing up. Like it was a scene in there on Friday night.
4: And that's the second time he told that story that night. Because remember, he had a show at
3: 7.30. Is he shit-faced on stage?
5: No, he's, he's no. super... He's got a drink. Like, he's walking around with the drink, puts it up, picks it up. Then he had probably two cocktails when he was oh, up there. But everybody else in the room yeah, yeah, was yeah. piled up.
4: Which is funny because if that place is full, if that place is packed, they only have the two bars on either side of it's the It's hard
5: to get drunk at the Jube. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, I was in the... I was in like the first balcony and they had a cash bar up there. Oh, they did. Yeah. So that's it was okay.
3: Genius K. They know it's Bert Kreischer. Yeah. Like the cash
5: bar was just, you had to have your shit ready. Like they yeah. were just boom, boom, boom.
4: Well, that's a fun night.
5: It was a great night. Good. Good. The late shows. If you ever going to watch stand up, Tyler, go to the late show.
4: Yeah. Well, the tickets were noticeably cheaper for the earlier show. Yeah. You could get a ticket in the, on the, on the center of the main floor. For like hundred and forty five dollars in the first show and those tickets were three forty five for the second show.
5: It makes it like three
3: hundred and forty five dollars? Canadian.
5: He did Yeah. Like I said, well over two hours he was up there just bullshitting. And then his openers were also fantastic. Like it was the things kicked off at nine thirty. I didn't get out of there until that's like right
3: five next. times the price I thought it would be. It's good night. Oh
4: well, I I looked at tickets and was pretty yeah, I thought they would I thought that on the the evening show would have the same prices as the early show, and the early show would be cut in half, I was quite surprised mm-hmm. to see them. No MOBA wonder he gets 100 bones at McDonald's. Who cares? Yeah. It's half a chair. Oh, well, he's having himself a year.
5: I yeah. spent...
1: He's like flying
3: WestJet to Kelowna? Well, something about it. I, I did
5: 115 where my
0: tickets... Where did PJ nice.
3: at for that kind of cheddar? Yeah, I
0: was going to say, if you're selling this many spots, making that kind of money... To you Kelowna? You think you would charter? Like G. Uh,
3: you think you'd charter. Well, know. you know what? It just goes to show you we know better than he does. Hey, we're going to be on a plane in a couple days. Mm-hmm. Super
5: early too.
0: Yeah, hey, aren't you excited? When do you print? guys leave? Friday, six a.m. is takeoff. So. Okay, so we're doing a we're doing an episode Thursday. Your pre takeoff show. Yep, and then we will we'll probably we'll do probably an episode do it while we're there. there.
4: I know so, three couples going on that. Really? Yeah. Well, my sister and her, my sister and her I husband. know them. Yeah. Familiar, comfortable and then with them. Yep. Two other sets of friends of mine are going. Do I know them? Uh, the Scracos?
0: Nope.
4: And the Zilstra's.
0: Last name is familiar, but only because of the football player. So I don't yeah. know them.
4: No, it, be, fun. A good time. it be a good time. You'll love it. What's that? It'd be, it be a great time. trip.
5: I plan on having a double Caesar in my hand. First thing in the morning. It's gonna be great.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Are we rooming together?
5: Yes.
4: <laughs> the box is nice. Cause you guys will all be together. Yeah. In the box. Yeah, yeah. Watching the game.
5: Well, I'm curious how much we're actually going to watch the game. Cause last time I was in a box, the last thing I was doing was watching any sports.
0: Yeah.
4: That happens.
5: Yeah. wish she goes. Yeah.
0: Shout out to AMA Travel. who we'll make this all possible. We'll have another one coming. I don't know if we have another one coming this year. Unless we do some wild stuff for the playoffs. But it'll likely be next year. But you won't want to miss out next year. Because you're going to see how much fun we're having. Courtesy of our friends at AMA Travel. Use um, AMA Travel to plan your own vacation. Like I did. There you go. I'm already there. I booked all of my hotels for every stop along the way. As I go to Seattle and back. Mm-hmm. Love it, AMA travel. Uh Anyways, we're going to step aside here. One sec.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: I forget what I was going to say next coming out of the break. Son of a bitch. I had something too. Well, something happened on the weekend. and I was like, this is real-life content I need to run with this, but now I'm just blanking on it. Sorry. Is everybody. this in pop culture? Is this in real life? I think it was a real life thing. I'm trying to go back through my weekend. To, oh, you went to a golf simulator this weekend too?
5: Yeah, long shots on Stony Plain Road it was great.
0: Oh hell yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, me and, I'm and buddy so we just sore today though.
5: Yeah, my I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fine. rough. Like me and my buddy booked three hours. Just
0: Ooh, that's a long time.
5: Yeah, but like we were bullshitting and yeah. you know you mulligan here, you mulligan there, and then we were just bullshit and having drinks and eating wings and i know what people
4: think about golf and like you're like in a simulator oh how much is that gonna do if you play for three hours and play and you and a buddy or you and two buddies play two rounds of 18 holes and you swing the club that many times you will hurt the next day your yep. body will feel fatigued in your glutes, you'll feel it. In your hamstrings, you'll feel it. I'm feeling stiff. I've right? done it, and I golf a lot. And I did that like two weeks ago, and I was shocked at how My much. My wrists hurt. It made me like. Because you just. You, think about it. If you shoot like 85, shooting 170 swing Like 170 swings. At least, yeah. In three hours.
5: Oh, it's yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, we. I'm sore today. The back is stiff today. Yeah. That was the first time swinging a club. You remember what season. courses you
0: played? I have no idea. <laughs> I wasn't there for that. I did Banff Springs.
5: Oh,
4: because you can't just go play that. Usually you try to do courses. You can't go play. I know.
0: I But the, the guy who was there, <laughs> he was like... played
4: Golden West. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, Rest in power. They went
4: and played the ranch. They have the ranch on there, so I played it.
0: <laughs> I give anything to play Golden Bucket West. Bucket list. The guy was like, where do you want to play it? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, well, uh, somewhere hard. I was like, yeah, in the middle. He goes, perfect. Banff Springs. I was like, "Sounds good." <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> have told you where the, I played. We just, oh, yeah, we were just there, to bullshit anyway. Ball into screen is all I care about.
5: Yeah. What's amazing though is it's funny because when I went in there, the second time I went there, and he, the first rule is like, "You shoot towards the screen, not towards the thing behind you." And we were like, "Well, yeah, obviously." Thank you. They had a guy a little while ago turn around and hack a ball at one of those units, whatever the you track men's. Yeah. So I was like, "What is the cost run on that?" He's like. 40 G 40 grand $40,000 for
4: in attractive. what
0: world would you be like I'm sure I can just hit it as hard as I can at this monitor thing and <laughs> yeah like yeah. what did you guys putt yeah we put it you can't putt well we putted but it was like a 10 foot gimme yeah something. we I do five foot give when I go
4: see so we don't even pull out the putters we do just do this thing called tour pro auto where basically yeah, when everybody's on the green, then it just gives it, like, we will go, like, two-putt par, one-putt par, or, like, depending on how far yeah. you are. Sometimes guys drain, like, 19. Like, it's just, it's an average onto how you're playing. If you're hitting, like, really good shots, it'll start to give, it'll start to sink putts That's from further and further distance. It. Yeah. No, it's was terrible. So and it just keeps it me. rolling, right? Like, yeah, because... Yeah, putting can, does slow it down. Well, and if you get into a spot where you, like, four-putt because you're just... Like it screws up your if you care about being a little bit competitive or trying to like it can really screw
0: you up because it's just hard.
5: It's fun though, it is it's awesome to have really those. Good time. Play a little where'd you go?
0: Uh, the CCT one downtown because I have that membership card or whatever, so it's cheap to go to go good. there for a couple hours. Yeah, I had a really good time.
5: Physical activity, Tyler, on a Sunday it was lovely.
0: What other um, notes you got there? Um, these are all old ones trade targets and golf documentary. Hmm. And the hypothetical I asked you guys a couple of weeks ago. So honestly, I'm just, I'm kind of out. I, uh, yep. Don't really, I'm not, I'm not dialed in today. I'll be honest with you. I'm Trade deadline week today. took so <laughs> much out of me content wise that this week, like I woke up today and I was like, fuck, this is another full week of doing stuff. I don't know. I'm Dude, praying. it's
4: some about a Thursday or a, a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday game too. Like, yeah, it was a long, I it was a long <laughs> weekend and it's a little cold out today. It just feels like the,
3: it's a great day boys. It is a great day. it is a great day you know
4: what and here's I'll them in them out then. As a father, I am very much them out on PD days for kids these days because <laughs> it is driving me crazy how many days off these kids get. In the next in, in in the last week and the next two weeks, so in a three week span, my kids <laughs> will go to school. 50% of the time.
0: So they have like double PD day weeks?
4: They had, no. So spring break's in there. Oh. But oh, that seems we all know misleading. spring break's in there. Okay. But why do we have a week where they get a Monday, Tuesday off per PD day, then the next week they get the Thursday, Friday off? Double PD day Buddy, up. it's all the time now. There's no way we had this many when I was a kid. No, man. We didn't have afternoon recess. And they get off on Thursdays at their half days on Thursdays.
0: They have wow. half days every Thursday?
4: Every Thursday. They get off early. So a lot, of, a lot of schools do half days. A lot of schools get off at like
3: 2.20. So like an hour early. We had early dismissal some Thursdays, but it wasn't half day. Here's another thing. Do you guys know what green dot day is? I do. Do you?
0: It's like a marijuana thing? No. Nah. Do you? Not a okay. this test. was the it's thing with the, my... Well, say- hey, it's one
4: of them Daryl's deals. Well, <laughs> yes. It is a deal for the kids. So... Green dot day, and this is actually funny because you're from St. Albert, and a buddy of mine from St. Albert was like, You Edmonton kids are soft because of Green dot day. We did not have that. Every day when I take my kids to school, every door is locked. They do not allow them into the school until the bell rings. Yeah. All the doors unlock. The teachers stand there, let everybody in. It's like a jail. The doors stay locked throughout the day. If like I need to go drop something off at the school. I've got a buzz. They let me in. I love the security. That's not that.
0: So so that's just you setting. like that part. You're chom in on. I'm chomming on okay, keeping so you're the doors all pro locked. pro kids safety. Yes. Okay.
4: But if it's minus twenty, they put a green dot on the door. Every door is unlocked. There's a stu- there's a teacher at every door. The minute you get to school. You can go in the school. That's the
3: best day to kidnap kids It's a mm-hmm. cold day. <laughs> well, no. There's hey, kid. Seat warmers are on. <laughs> yeah. Get in. We're going to kidnap some kids. Wait, wait. It's only plus four.
4: So I live like three blocks from my kid's elementary school. Mm. And I drove them to school the other day because it was a green dot day. And a friend of mine who also goes to that school messaged me and said,
3: your friends you student drive your kids to school? Your friends are the student child. Yeah. No. Friend of yours goes to that school? Friend of mine. Someone was
0: judging you for saving your kids the walk in the car. So
3: I said, well, uh, on
4: on a group chat, I said, well, it's a green dot day. I drive them on green dot days so they can just go straight in. This day was like minus 26. If it's minus 19, we walk. We walk the dog. Minus 20, I drive them green dot day. Good deal. Good deal. And three people on our group chat were appalled by green dot day. Thinking that we were soft, that this should not be
0: how it is, that this Minus never happened 20, at their school. Man, that's
3: pretty fucking
0: cool. Chalmers. I have written down here as pro kid safety yep. group chat members. Pro kids freezing. That's exactly pro yep. kids
3: freezing. Thinking pro that children soft dying to allow them. Do you, but you don't. So you remember this as a kid? My school, I remember, could never close due to inclement weather because a lot of kids walked to school from the neighborhood, and at some point, the principal found a kid in the snowdrift once. So they're like, we're never closing the school. So every time we'd be like, oh, schools are closed due to chilliness, we had to go.
0: I, I only remember one day ever when I went to school where we it was closed because of snow or like in Canada, you kind of grind through it more yeah. often than oh, not. Yeah.
3: Well, the only time they close schools for snow is if the buses can't get there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you, you want to hear a story, Ramchak? One time in like grade five, I pretended to be sick so I didn't have to go to school, mm-hmm. which I would always try. I would roll out of various degrees of ailments. My mom wasn't having it. I tricked her one day, stayed home. The school caught fire while I was gone. So I go to school the next morning. Everyone's like, where were you? I'm like, why? What happened? They're like, the school caught fire. The junior high science lab caught fire. Fire trucks came. We all had to go in the, in the field, like far away, smoke billowing. I'm not ashamed to tell you I cried because I, I wanted to see the school burn down. And most of the teachers die. <laughs> And I was sad as shit. So be careful. The point is, if the school is open, go. If you fake being sick or fake the inclement might miss weather, dream. you might miss all the teachers burning to death when the school burns down.
0: Huh.
3: That was my dream in grade five.
5: I remember one snow day. That was it.
3: Yeah, I don't really remember. We don't get that. the snowstorms here. Like, I was talking to somebody about snowstorms out east. Yeah. And they'll get like six feet of snow.
5: Yeah, I see that sometimes. Like even when you when uh, the Bills had to move the yeah. stadiums yeah.
3: or whatever. Just like, I can't think of that outside. happening ever in Edmonton.
0: And plus we're a little bit more like our infrastructure and vehicles and all that is a little bit more made for. But you're right, it never gets like Charles, Can feet. you
3: recall more than two no. feet of snow in a winter? I can't remember two weeks ago. Oh, nonsense. You remember everything.
0: No, I don't remember a lot
3: of stuff. You're a good rememberer.
0: Your story reminded me when I was in third grade. Year the Oilers went to the cup final. <laughs>
3: Oh my god! Third you were third grade. I was in watching. 2006. I was watching that in a bar. Imagine we could like somehow bring time and portals together yeah. and go watch the 06 Cup run together. And you're eight.
5: I'm well. I'm on
0: White Ave, just
3: pissed. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 26 years old in Mexico. You yeah. know
0: what's a funny one for that? Actually, so we're
3: doing a podcast together in the future.
0: I worked with Low Tide at the radio station, obviously, and my mom taught his kids grade three. So she, when I started working with him, I'm like, yeah, his real name's Alan Mitchell. And she's like, that's how I, that's where he's familiar. He was, like, I taught his kids. She was, I remember being in parent teacher, like one-on-ones with him and Mrs. Lowtide. Being like, oh, you work in radio. Like, that's so neat. Like, you got the announcer voice. Blah, blah. Yeah, with him. And, like, flash forward what would have been, again, 15 years. Too bad your dad doesn't think it's neat, hey? No, it, that is too bad. <laughs> your dad um, doesn't approve of your career? Mm, no, he does. Uh, well, he doesn't approve of anything. Approves of it, but yeah. you're, never, you're not going to hear a good yeah, job, son. Uh, over there. <laughs> but anyways, I remember being in grade three, and I was sick one day. And it was the day we were supposed to go on a field trip to the dump, Fuck, like to the waste, for real? Ma- to <laughs> the, the waste dump. management facility. That's as good as it gets, field and, trip wise. Uh, and you talked about faking being sick. I was trying to fake that I was okay, but I go to the dump because I wanted to go yeah. to the dump so bad. It and this actually ties into one of the few heartwarming memories of me and my dad. Cause I was, I couldn't stop Feeling throwing good. up. I'd like food poisoning. He or took you to the dump. No, he said, no, no, he said, he said, he said, stay home. And if you're better this weekend, I'll take you to the dump on the weekend. We never ended up going, but in the moment it made me feel better.
5: I'll oh, see that. I was thinking like, <laughs> my dad used to take me to the dump all the time. I wish that I wish I would have known. You're going to come along with. That it
0: was such a good time. (laughs) And then there was actually a point later on in life where my dad and I did go to the dump together. But by that point, I was like 18. And I was like, there's just a lot of birds and this place smells bad. It wasn't neat. Would have been neat to go on the class field trip, though. I remember always finding
5: uh, it interesting at the dump, just the shit people throw away. Yeah, And now I post it on my Instagram.
0: I used to go to the dump all the time
4: because I... When my dad had his house building company, we bought a big garbage truck. I remember that truck. And I used to And you to, always had to drive it. You yeah, were and so I, mad. And when I I wasn't mad. I that's I was the one that said to him, We're paying a lot of money for garbage pickup. Like a lot. To clean up works. And sites our sites look right? yeah. like shit. Yeah. This is before bins were being used. Yeah. Used to just have guys that would come and hand bomb your garbage. But you'd want to get like a big load out front and it was all where the driveway is, like a huge mountain. Stuff flying all around the neighborhood. It was just Not a good thing to have, right? Plus, it made your guys' sites look like crap because every site had a big sign on it from your house building company. So I was like, buy a dump truck and I will hire a guy to work with me and me and him, when we're not doing other things, we'll load this truck. Newsflash, that guy doesn't exist. And take it to the dump. You're that guy. And I used to, oh, I used to work a lot alone by myself because guys... Newsflash guys don't like doing that very much. It's just <laughs> in. People it. don't like working hard. It's just hard. in. Yeah. People don't like picking up garbage, stepping on nails. Yeah. Um, but I used to go to the dump all the time, and I used to drive down right in there, take the dump truck back it right up to the pile, and I would just like look around at all the different piles and just be like, this place is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, there was so much weird shit that was thrown away. I can't remember it all. The temptation to garbage like going there. The
3: dump is really high. Like I've taken loads of shit to the dump many times. I'm like, there's got to be diamond rings in every other pile here. There's, oh, yeah. Just a little It'd be very rush. easy to go to the dump and turn into a garbage picker.
5: Oh, easy.
4: 100%. Yeah. Easy. I really didn't like rain days, though, down in the dump because you were worried about getting stuck, and the last place you want to get stuck is the dump. Oh, she's with All these big-ass trucks coming a beside you. You're just sitting there in your truck, and you're waiting for But they have the loader that's constantly running, so it would just pick you up, basically, and drive you out. But it was... It was scary.
3: I liked the dump, though. That was good. I was There's a good work memory of mine. There you go. It was called Getting Your Feet Wet. I remember going to visit you at Klondike Days when you had the CRX when you guys had built the show home and yeah. visiting you and you're driving down the midway. And <laughs> Klondike Days is open in this story. Oh, yeah. And like you don't see cars driving around the midway. <laughs> and it's Chalmers in the CRX listening to music drives up. Hey, what's going on? Well, I'm coming to see you at the Carlton Show Home. Cool. Drives off. <laughs> so, leaving me on yeah, the midway. Back in the day... On, at Klondike days, they
4: used to do the dream homes, just like they do now. Yeah. But they would, we would build the house at, there.
2: That's crazy. So we'd start
4: building the house, like, right now. And we'd build it up on, like, pallets, right? And then you'd build a full two-story house, 2,300 square feet. What? There. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Fucking we why? Build a house. Then you win it, and then they move because it. Because then oh. they win it, and then we move it. We would build it modularly. like So we'd build it in oh. four pieces. So everything was different. Like the electrical had to be run in these certain ways. So it was, it was a lot, but you had to have it built by the start of Klondike days. But then we had to like protect the floors and put up all these ropes. So you had to, you know, they could traffic you through the house and then somebody had to watch the house. So I would always do it. I'd go there like 8am and they would let me, basically I would pull up to a gate and I would flash this little card, and they'd be like, "Yep, go." And the only way to get from that gate to the house where I would park my car was to literally drive down the midway. But it was like, so
3: gangster, not knowing any of these facts, <laughs> like, just to see Chalmers allowed to there's drive carnival his car. games on each
4: side. But then I'd have to leave, so I'd have to drive, and I have to drive down the midway with people in my CRX playing playing midway games, carnival games. <laughs> it, was <awesome. laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. It so, was so awesome. Yeah. Just hanging out at Klondike Days for like eight hours a day. Every I'll go day. guard
3: the house, dad. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about me. I went to
5: Klondike Days this past year for the first time in a long time. I can't even picture what a car looks like driving down the
4: yeah. mountain. <laughs> well, especially a yeah, small little CRX. You just like see all these people walking, but then there's like
3: constantly just a space in them. And
4: then you see this little CRX come out at the very
1: end.
3: Oh, yeah. It was probably not the best Klondike Days. People watching is some of the best people watching available. Oh, yeah. There are some folk who get together there who do not leave the house much. Yep, and it is awesome
5: this year because I'm an adult now. I just me and Mrs. just got piled up at K Days this year, and I was playing carnival games and I was spending twenty dollars for a Caesar. I just had the best time this
0: year. Were but you I was gambling on those little weird things. Yeah, it's weird gambling so There's a chance of winning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say. A good point.
5: Yes, losing is what I was yes. doing on those. Great
0: time.
4: Speaking of gambling, we talked about Drake and his gambling. Did you know that he won? He he bet another five hundred thousand dollars on John Bones Jones. Okay, but no one submission.
3: believes he's actually making. No, do we believe so, he's making. No, these so he has, uh, he has a fund from Stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean,
4: he's yeah. a part of that thing. Stake. I guess he's bet over like a billion dollars in the past year,
0: calendar year. Wow. Yeah. One. I
5: watched
4: him, watch
0: him play on Eight Hundred his... Gambler.
5: Yeah, I watched him. Playing roulette on his Instagram story one time, and it was just 250 thousand dollars a spin or whatever he was playing. I'm like, what's going on here?
0: Anyways, you guys got any locks tonight for the Oilers game?
4: <laughs> uh no. I don't know anything about this Buffalo team. Tell me about this buffalo. Preview the Buffalo team for me.
0: Since February 1st, they've given up the most goals in the NHL there per game. There we go. And it's not even particularly close. It's like half a goal more than anyone else in the NHL. But Tage Thompson's. Unreal. Unreal. They're missing Alex Tuck tonight, so that hurts them. Uh, they score a lot. The Oilers combined since Feb 1 average eight total goals per game. The Sabres are like 8.09. So you should probably take the over tonight. Mm. Just a hunch. Just yeah, a hunch.
4: that's... Remember what we said about in football season? If you have two high-powered offenses, you always take the under?
0: Yeah, but this isn't football. That's interesting. Is that that's a true. case?
4: That is an actual... I,
0: like, but like 5-3 seems like such a tonight score that like i think the overhits i might bet correct score oilers to win five three i'm gonna do that
4: i like it do it right one now sec. yeah i don't want to yeah, forget
0: because for the last time i did one of these big things i forgot to bet it and it hit
4: what are some other things for me uh somebody who's watching the buffalo Sabres for the first time to to focus on
3: their uniforms are an extra shade of blue i don't know where they got this blue from Thank but they're cool. bluer than they've ever been I think they're dope.
0: I think it'll look be a for that great. blue. It'll be a great jersey matchup. The Oilers going up against these teams who have now also gone back to like their original logos and coloring. Yeah. Buffalo being one of them, the
3: Flames are another one. It's a very like aesthetically pleasing yes. jersey matchup. If you go look at old Sabres jerseys, the old like the actual Sabres sword or gangster, mm-hmm. the blue wasn't blue like this blue is blue. Hmm. This blue is a different blue.
0: Oilers to win. What I say, five three.
4: This is so. This is kind of a tough week, eh? We got Buffalo here, which is just like we said, just outside of a playoff spot. But then Thursday against Buffalo, Saturday against Boston, Toronto, Thursday or Boston. I mean yeah. Boston.
0: Yeah, man, it is uh, not going to be easy this week. Like this was their tough stretch, but yeah. I mean, there's a. They're little... They're doing good so far in it. They're five hundred through the yep. beginning of this again tough stretch, and I mean, there's a little bit of light coming, I believe. Although at this time of the year, not, you can't take anything for granted. Oh yeah, no, actually, the, I'm wrong. Next week they go Ottawa, Dallas, Seattle,
4: and the games are the the next three weeks spreads out nicely to play Skinner a yeah, lot, and can, then and then and then go back to Campbell on the twenty seventh, twenty eighth when they play Phoenix, and then the Knights. Play, Feen- play Campbell in Phoenix, and yep. then, and then um, Skinner against the Golden Knights.
0: Yep. You could play, there's a six-game stretch there, Ottawa, Dallas, Seattle, San Jose, Arizona, Vegas, where you could play Skinner, all six of those, and why not? not? Yeah. Unless that game against Arizona, you're like, ah, we've won four in a row, let's, let's give Campbell a start. But even then, I'm like, get points. Because right now, the Oilers, like, for them to come first in the division, they probably need 104 points. So that means you need to make up 28 points in your final 18 games. You go like 14 and four if you want to win the division. That is an intense run. Very intense run. Very intense. Um, but you're like this Jason Greger laid out this math on the DFO rundown today. Let's say the Oilers at sixty-eight points, because really I know Nashville could catch them, but let's talk about Calgary, because Calgary is really probably the most likely team that could catch the Oilers. And I use likely and you saw that groups. graph
3: though, where they went to shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so let's say the Oilers in their final 18 games go nine and nine. So they would pick up 18 points. They would be at 94 points on the season. For Calgary to catch them, again, if Edmonton just goes nine and nine down the stretch. For Calgary to catch them, that means they would need to get 27 points. But even that wouldn't be enough because Edmonton owns the tiebreaker. So they would need a full 28 points to pass the Oilers. In 18 games. In 19 games. So that means they would have to go 14-5 and if the Oilers just go 500. Not with Milan Lucic. It's a shit show in Calgary. This
4: has to be the biggest gap
0: at this point in the season between a
4: playoff team and a
0: non-playoff team. Nashville has all these games in hand which could really mess with it like if they win all their oh, yeah, games they in hand, too, they'll catch yeah. the Oilers but I made the argument on Oilers Nation every day that at this point in the year having four games in hand actually sucks everyone ends the regular season at the same moment or right around the you're same you're playing
3: moment. your ass off down the stretch
0: you're playing back-to-backs and three of fours like you just have to play more that's not an advantage at all for Nashville do you see the where videos do we of-
4: where do we ultimately think the Oilers end up
0: in this conference second or third in the division they'll catch one of LA or Seattle
3: Right.
5: Do you see the videos of Tyson Berry meeting his new teammates last week?
0: It was
3: pretty adorable. (laughs) It's pretty awkward. I thought it was
5: wildly awkward.
3: Who posted it? Like, oh why Nashville. I watched it when the did. Uh, like they all walks, seem like weirdos. No, when dude. he
5: walks into the room, and goes, "Hi, I'm Tyson."
3: Yeah, it's cute. Hi, I'm
5: Tyson. Yeah, and then part of the video was muted for some reason.
3: Sure, because they were saying dirty shit. But
0: there wasn't one teammate who was like, "Hey, hey, Tyson. there's the new guy. New guy." They were some all just like, didn't even stand up. Yeah, they were all like eating their fucking breakfast and then just being like, "Uh."
4: Well, do you think it's because, I mean, from the Nashville's point of view, they were sellers. They're.
0: Would six you points be out excited of a, to meet but
4: Tracy there's six Berry? points out of a playoff spot that's I'd be like, like eh. that's like okay well our GM just does not believe in
0: us we're only six points out of a playoff spot. did you see I interviewed him on Friday? No I did you did a good job He came on the DFO live trade deadline show he joined us live. He talked nice. to Oilers and, fans. And he was, I, Frank and I asked him about, uh, like, being traded and all that. And he was like, Well, I kind of heard my name was being thrown around and there was traction. There was starting to be traction with the Carlson thing. I knew it. And he's like, I thought I might be a part of that. And then that went away. So I thought it was good.
3: Do you think his traction is us talking about it all the time? Or what does it <laughs> know? See, I did see Tyson Berry on
4: your show. I thought you were talking about the GM of the Predators. I was like, Oh, boy. No, I did see that. That David yeah, Poyle? That's uh, David Poil. Yeah.
0: Soon to be Barry trots. So that would be the confusion. But yeah, hmm. Barry said traction. Ooh,
3: spicy. I like that he's on his way out of like a major life changing event has happened. Let's it fall. There was traction about Carlson. Everyone's like, disgust. Like after that, no one wanted to talk about Barry leaving yeah. town.
5: But
0: ah.
3: ah, you still do?
5: don't know where at home it fits on the all abs team, though.
3: Uh, beat reporters,
0: I'm looking at you. Jason Greger, Tom Gazzola, snap a shirtless pic of Matthias Ekholm. Do your job
3: for once. Get yep. one south of the border if you really want to make some money. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Snap a picture of his feet. There's yeah, so many pictures of, of Connor's feet you know? floating around.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Got weird little hobbit feet.
0: Connor does, and then ripped up socks. Yeah, blessed. ripped up socks. Did you gross. see? There's a TikTok that the NHL has that they pay. They, it's a sponsored NHL TikTok that goes around, and it's NHLers, and they're like, "What do you do for a living?" And it's the players giving like mock answers. Oh God, yeah. So Drysital is apple like, farmer. Yeah, he's an apple farmer. Um, and McDavid, <laughs> oh, that's funny. McDavid is like, "Oh, I'm a like tester for a sock company <laughs> 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 for like designer socks or something."
3: Oh no, I saw a photo of Cam McDavid on his stories the other day. I thought it was Connor. He really looks like him. Show you. They, well, they Yeah, they are brothers. They do look alike though. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You're <laughs> The fact that somebody looks like my favorite hockey player of all time is exciting to me. Sorry. Sorry. Are you see a, a photo it? of Gretzky and Connor mashed together? Oh yeah, With who did that throne? one? NHL face merges, my boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your boy. He NH- is. Is he? My boy, he's like, I'm doing this site, sir. Do you think you could repost? I'm like, Of course I can. Keep at it, I said. He said, It means the world to me. I said, You're probably 10. <laughs> look at that. That's Connor. I thought that was Connor. Oh, wow. That
0: actually does look a lot like, okay, yeah, I take back my snarkiness.
3: And yes, I keep Cam McDavid stories on my phone instead of photos of Juan Yee Jr. So what? What are you, <laughs> the police? <laughs>
0: Cause I know you got some funny like you and Beg Milk always do that, just putting random captions on things. Like you have the one of the guy in a bathtub or whatever. That's like beef oh yeah, and yeah cheds, fish manner. It's
3: fucking so funny. <laughs> do you have a lot of photos on your phone you're saving for the proper meme?
5: Oh, tons
0: on your folder.
3: Fizz- sizzling fajitas. How do
5: you make folders? Uh, you just. I don't know. You just make a folder, man. So like I can make a folder that was
4: like
3: Logan and it would just be pictures of myself. You just put them in there manually. Yeah. You just got to manually
5: drop them in there. So yeah, the answer is I have tons of meme templates. Yep. And yes, the fajita sizzle. And that is my, one of my favorites. It's one of my go-tos, Tyler. I use that again on Sunday. You have
3: your signature bag milk meme font and everything. Yes. He is a brand. Yeah. I respect. I'm very consistent.
0: If you haven't gotten your uh, passes yet or your tickets to the Oilers Nation 15th birthday party bash... You should do that. Nationgear.ca. It's
5: over half sold out already, people. $20.07.
0: Get it? 2007. At the Pint downtown. In support of Free Play for Kids. Here's what you'll get. Entry into the party. You'll watch Edmonton take on Seattle at 2 o'clock. You get a swag bag. A prepaid drink. Good times. What are you trying to show me while I'm doing an ad read?
4: (laughs) I wasn't going to show it to you, dude. This goaltender throws oh, a water yeah. bottle at a referee and hits him right in the back. Fuck that referee. From like yeah.
0: 30 feet. That's like the Chinese Super League. Or something. This guy's and, got a chooch. So a I chooch. saw that because his uh, wife posted it on her TikTok. She's like a popular TikToker. <laughs>
4: with the glove on.
0: Yeah, and like, she was with like. With
4: the blocker on. Hmm. Throws an absolute dime right in the
0: square of his back. And so she posted that TikTok and was like, hey, if a random person could send me $2,500 so we can pay for the fine because okay. my husband's a dumbass. Why do you guys at Oilers Nation get so many people in the comment
3: section that want to bless me with 5G?
0: Every Instagram account. What the sold.
3: hell is it's going on? a function of our size. Like the bots yeah. want to appear on really busy photos. So we get more bots.
5: Like I, I restrict and delete. I'm going to say... Twenty a day. No and that's, not even a, that's not even a dent.
3: Four to five times a day, I will go through the last ten posts on Oilers Nation, Daily Face Off, and Leafs Nation, and just delete those things like hundreds a week. My God, and there's,
5: and
4: there's no so end annoying to them too. No, no wait, the, there, You guys posted a picture, and it was. Five minutes yeah. it had been on Yeah, four different accounts.
3: Dude, I'll post and then go do another account and then go back to the first account I've posted at and already start deleting like it. It's
0: wild that Instagram just hasn't figured out a filter of like if you comment some combination of the words like 5,000, bless, <laughs> DM, that you're just gone.
3: I like, don't who know where the really win comes from though. I don't know who's like, you know what? This guy might actually be giving away five grand. I better DM <laughs> him the word blessed. Because if you do, the Russian mafia has your credit card.
5: Yeah, it's, that it's very annoying. Like, like, it who would
3: fall for it? That would be like
0: saying, God, I don't know, Steve McIntyre is going to give me oh, $500 yeah. if I solve a riddle.
5: <laughs>
3: what was that? Wait, was that him on the show? No. <laughs> Someone fell for a Steve McIntyre. He, Ma- he well,
4: it. I did. No, it was, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I was going through Steve McIntyre's story, and it was like a picture of Steve McIntyre, then a second thing, then all of a sudden it was just like a riddle. And <laughs> I like I, listen, I said this a long time ago. I like to interact with people's stories. I love riddles. I like when people interact with mine because a story goes out there and you don't see anything, you know? Like, I like posts that people comment on because I can see that they're interacting with it. I like that they like it. It's just, it's fun. It feels like it's more of a community type thing. So I answer the riddle.
3: <laughs> I don't see where this goes sideways. So far, He then nothing... DMs me
4: and is like... Hey, I need your account. I need your email so I can send you the money. And I'm like, no, I said no, but I said you should. I do a podcast. You should come on it. And then he was just like, didn't say anything. And so I messaged these guys, and they were like, it might be fake. And I was like, yes, it is. (laughs) I don't feel
3: bad.
2: Does it
4: really? After looking at Steve McIntyre and knowing that there's players. Like, This is how Luke Gadsdick started his career was yeah. like being interactive 100%. On, on Instagram. There's no reason to think and that Steve McIntyre is lying like to you. Eric Greiba yeah. was like yeah. in the bush constantly doing stories. And if you look at Steve McIntyre's account, he pretty much follows that type of mold. He's like an outdoorsy guy trying to get Thomas, You're talking with him. to three internet so veterans. I We've I been did.
3: scammed every which way there is to be yeah. scammed online. I just don't
5: believe anything on the internet anymore. No. Wanye sent me a picture of dancing Mike Tyson today or a video of dancing Mike Tyson today on a female body in high heels,
4: dude. I Mini fucking, mic.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, so it's the day your mortgage comes out the second of the month and I get a call a missed call and it's a 1-866-254, like a number that's not crazy one eight six six and it says Scotiabank look at this another scam call it's the second one I've been sitting here for on my phone another scam call it's
0: unbelievable
4: um, so I call them back and it says like thank you for calling Social Bank. somebody will be with you right away and it sounds pretty fucking good And so the guy says, hello, welcome to Scotiabank. Uh, What's your name? And I give him my name. And he goes, do you have a mortgage with the Scotiabank? And I do. And And he's like, he okay, what's the account number on the mortgage? And I'm like, we got one. So, and as I'm doing this, I'm checking the bank just to make sure that the mortgage payment came out and that everything's all good. And all of a sudden I'm just like, this doesn't. So then I look at the back of my bank card to see if the number's the same. Wasn't. And I was like, I'm wait like, I sh- I shouldn't have called him back. Number one, I only gave him my name, so that's good. But like, this was pretty fucking convincing, mm-hmm. and I and I was just blow. I I got off the phone and I was like, "There's absolutely no problem with my my account, obviously." Mm-hmm. But it just so happens it's on mortgage day from the bank that has my. They mortgage. They know that they're calling you on mortgage, and it's like I just went. God, you got to be so careful.
5: I got, almost got fooled with an email one a little while ago. It was, a, it was from Starbucks. It looked exactly like a Starbucks email. And it said, your refill or whatever, when you reload your card, did not go through. Please click to manage your account. So I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't put money into my Starbucks thing in forever. So you look at the email address that it's coming from, and it's this long. Yeah. They're getting really intricate, those. Dude,
0: I actually kind of feel bad. Like, again, you are a very sharp dude. And like it took you some thinking. To be like, it took oh, it's me a some thinking. I feel old really people. bad for like old people and oh, stuff who aren't like. I get those text ones now that are like your Amazon package is, well, and I had to be like mom, dad, like you don't if they they will not text you. Never click anything that is texted to you because mm-hmm. the Amazon ones look legit. Or you got an email being like your phone bill has been like compromised. Click here to reset your password. And it's like, fuck. If I was just some again someone who wasn't as Technologically I know. inept.
5: It's also gotten to the point where I don't answer my phone now if I don't, I don't know who the number. Know,
0: is. No, I never do,
4: and and that sucks in my business because like, you know, I have a trade coming to do work at a project, and they're going to call me half an hour before they get there, and it's a number that's like, maybe they're from Quebec or something, and it just says like four whatever the area code's not four zero three, not five eight seven, not seven eight zero, and I don't answer it. And then, I, and then I have to hope they leave a voicemail, right? Just so that I can call them back. But it's... I, like, that's crazy that I've had two scam calls just sitting here. Like, it's constant, man. I'm getting very sick of Remember it. Remember when God ripped me off on Instagram at Christmas? I do. I do. How much? 3G. God got three grand
3: of yours on Christmas? What year is that? 2017? We were still a little brick. Yeah. What happened? Well... To be fair to God on Instagram, at God at the time, they were running like a multiple account sponsored post program. So I'm talking to God. I'm like, I would like to advertise. At the time, it was a beef jerky club. And he's like, no problem. I run this account, this account, this account, and broke it all down. I talked back and forth with him, like legit, sent my money to be buy like 10 sponsored posts or something like that. And then Instagram deleted all his accounts. So it wasn't like he had at God with 5 million followers to rip me off for 3G. This was when Instagram was shutting down accounts left and right and they shut it down and at God ripped me off at Christmas time. I never got my money back (laughs) for my Christmas campaign. He never sent it back. eh? Nope. And I was like bag milk. This is the worst thing at God's ever done to me. (laughs) And he was like, well, it's Christmas. And then that was that. Mm. Lots of scams. Gotta be careful. Gotta be careful, man. We picked up momentum on this pod. It's an hour 15.
0: Wrap it up.
5: I think we should just move to the woods. Tyler. Live in a cabin. Careful, they those trees don't scam you. Eat pies. Eat pies. South
0: Island Pies. Got to learn out. how to hunt. I you can, I can I'm figure that out. am scared of guns. Yeah. think so too. Which is why I can't watch John
3: Moran. If you lived in the trees, your Amtrak, you would get a pine cone on a stick and you would do podcasts in the trees by yourself.
0: Even He's if you haven't seen
3: the sports. Birds. What's that? He's interviewing the birds. Yeah, you haven't seen a sporting event in five years. You're still making up plus minus of course. Here,
4: here's the thing about hunting, which is funny because on The Last of Us, it's very much like they have to hunt for food. And I don't think that the actual hunting and finding and shooting of the animal would be the problem. It's pretty much everything after that.
3: The gutting. This yeah. thing's
4: like a thousand pounds Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I and don't you know what have, to do with it
5: now. And you have very little time to process it. Yeah.
0: yeah. If the apocalypse yeah. happened, my switch when? to being a vegan or vegetarian oh, would be time.
3: instant. Yep. I'd be cannibal within an hour.
5: I watch a lot of survival shows. I love them. But they always, whenever they kill an animal, they're like, oh, I
3: got to process this. I've got like 40
5: minutes. I'd just be like, ah, don't know what yeah. to do. Forgot my knife. Yep, nothing.
3: You got <laughs> more, a necklace knife. of human ears. Yeah, no Google to like bill. search how to do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Good episode, everybody. Uh, shout out to South Island Pico, Betway, and AMA Travel. Uh, we'll try to count on Thursday, I guess.
1: How up?